Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Eric here. Hey, guys. How y'all doing out there? It's episode 5 of 12 Votes. We're really excited. We keep moving on and keep pushing out episodes. Hoping you guys liking the content. A lot of stuff happening this week, past couple of weeks. Man, I'm happy to be back. They let us get five episodes. Man, let's start off with the Super Bowl. Took place Sunday. It was a low-scoring game. Uh, myself, I was boycotting, so I didn't uh, watch the game. Uh, Demaris, so this, so this is all you. You boycotted the game? Man, I didn't watch the game, man. I'm standing, oh, with, I'm standing with Cap, man. Man, you are losing. Well, my homeboy Tom Brady, he finally got his sixth Super Bowl ring. He has won more Super Bowls than anybody and who has ever played in the NFL. Belichick got himself another one. Man, that game was great last night. How was it great? There was no scoring. Man, the Rams defense, they came out and played. Darnold hit Brady. Sue hit Brady. They didn't play hard enough because they lost. Hey, man, that was Jeff. That was um, Goff. Um, the sounds moment like the was Patriots too big defense. for him. It sounds like the Patriots defense is better than the Rams defense. Yeah, the Patriots didn't have those highlight moments of smacking somebody. That Rams D had moments of smacking people. Hey, but let's talk about the Super Bowl. I mean, my bad, the halftime show. What are your thoughts on that? Do you think they Travis Scott should have performed? Or what are your thoughts? Because I think we talked about that where Travis Scott was talking about how he had consulted with Kaepernick, um, but he was going to go ahead and perform anyways. I did not understand not one word Travis Scott said when he was performing. I, I, so did he waste his performance? Should he have stood with Cap, Tom I, Kaepernick, or should he have? That whole Travis Scott, oh my God. I like Travis Scott. I don't. He's garbage. We'll put it that way. Travis Scott was garbage. However, Maroon 5, they was kind of raw. I kind of enjoyed their performance. Big Boy came in, dropped two, three songs, then he bounced. You know, it was pretty good. Halftime show, it wasn't the most spectacular halftime show we've seen. However, it, it works. Travis Scott could have pulled out a number seven jersey or something like that. That's what I would have done. But, I mean, hey, who knows? I like the little SpongeBob edition to the halftime show. I was hearing people talk about that on social media. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't catch it. Fan. It was right before Travis Scott came on. They uh, uh, had that little. The, remember the SpongeBob halftime show where they were talking about Sweet Victory and all that stuff. Oh, when they were playing there. the um, trumpets or something. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, was so kind of cool. That, yeah, they included that in there, so it was, it was just pretty cool. I'm a big fan of SpongeBob. The guy who played SpongeBob mm-hmm. passed away, so big fan of SpongeBob. I think that was pretty cool. And in other sports news, we have Anthony Davis demanding a trade. Omg. Anthony Davis is the most stupid. How is he stupid? He has to demand a trade so he can get so he can get the max from the team that he's on already. No, Anthony Davis got a whole entire year and a half left. Right, but listen, if he re-signs with a different team, he can't get that super super max. Well, see, this is where he's the- looking at three hundred million, man. He has to go. He has to get traded to the Lakers now so that the Lakers will be able to take his contract and then sign him to that super max. See, you know what grinds my gears. LeBron, LeBron James, James thinking that he runs the entire league How and he might have so okay let's rewind Anthony Davis wants to play with LeBron when why not Anthony Davis must wait till his contract is up or Anthony Davis should never have put himself in a situation so let's rewind a few months back when the Lakers were playing the Pelicans James and Davis had dinner together after the game or before the game whatever the case may be then a few months later, present day, his agent, who is also LeBron's agent, which is LeBron's best friend from way back in the day, which comes out. Was a beast, man. 
who comes out and say that Anthony Davis demands a trade. Anthony Davis is in no position to demand demanding anything to anyone. And he could have... He's been playing on that garbage team for years. But they have contracts for a reason. And LeBron James and Anthony Davis is being very disrespectful to New Orleans Pelicans. Due to the fact that you cannot come up with this grand plan. Then talk bad about us. To then try to force your way to L.A. LeBron that's James. Life, man. That's business, man. Because, I mean, the thing is, with the players, which I think the players have realized, especially the NBA players, you're, it's, it's ownership. He, even though he has a contract with them, mm-hmm. they could trade him at any time. Mm-hmm. You know, so why is why does he have to be indebted to them when they don't have when they don't have to do it do that on? No their one own? said that Anthony Davis is indebted to him to the. He's Pelicans. stuck in that contract, even though Pelicans can trade NBA player NBA teams. Look, they traded Isaiah Thomas right after everything that happened with him and his family. Think about how Kyrie Irving did and asked for his trade. Okay. He went behind closed doors. He sat down with management. He said, "Look, I want to be traded because of these." Many reasons. When those reasons became apparent that they couldn't do nothing, the Cavs started looking for trade partners. He got traded, and bam, that's what happened. Paul George lucked up when he forced his way out of Indiana, and now he was really lucky that he found he got traded to OKC because he fell in love with the place. I think owners are starting to come to the realization that, oh, okay, you're trying to force your way out of here. You don't have to force anything. Look at the Spurs. They kept um, Leonard grounded for a while before they actually decided we're going to let him go. So let's rewind back and just say Davis misplayed his hand. Now he's backtracking. His agent got fined $50,000 by the NBA because it's clear to everybody that LeBron James thinks he runs the Pelicans. Now, if I was the Pelicans owner or GM, I would call Davis to my office and tell Davis, I hope he enjoys playing with LeBron James when LeBron James is 35 years old because we're not letting him go out of his contract. Well, I think it's not that LeBron owns the Pelicans. I think that it's the players in the NBA have figured out that they own the NBA, really. The players are what's keeping the, keeping the lights on in the NBA, and they're choosing what they want to do, and they're not being held back by these contracts, man. And, I, hey, I'm for that. It's 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 unfortunate for the Pelicans, but look, they had years to try to put a team together. They they didn't do it. So what is he supposed to do? Just waste his time? Hey, if since he wanted to come out and like a big crybaby, yep, I said it. You How was he a crybaby? He tried to undermine an organization and force his way to a different place. That's disrespectful. He doesn't want to work there anymore. It's disrespectful that they wasted his time for all those that, all that many years. Hey, man, it's the rules to the game. He no, he, has, now he has his he's, rules. He's allowed to demand a trade if he wants to. He could demand a trade, but the Pelicans have to accept and respect it. Right. So his leverage was in free agency. I can see if Anthony Davis contract was to expire at the end of this year but if I was the Pelicans I'll keep Davis until his contract is up. If I don't get nothing back in return, oh well at least I know the Lakers won't get Davis and Davis won't be playing in LA for about another year and a half where LeBron James might be too old to be a difference maker so then he'll be going to another garbage team Yeah, I mean you're speaking from an owner's standpoint and from an owner's standpoint, yes you don't want your most valued asset to just leave and you get nothing for it. No. Especially if you weren't ready for it. I understand, I, but I'm looking at it from the player's perspective as well. I disagree. If I was Anthony Davis' agent and he came to me... I'm talking sh- about his owner. I'm talking about Right. His you said, I'm speaking from the player's perspective. If I was his 
if I was his agent, I would tell Davis, let's set up a meeting with the Pelicans and let's try to negotiate our way out of it, man to man, man to woman. Y'all know that they didn't try to do that, though. At, at the end of the day, they still stuck for a year and a half. Now, the Pelicans can be hell-bent on not trading him to L.A. That's why he came back and he told the Pelicans that he now has four teams to sign with and do a sign-and-trade with. It's kind of funny now because now he realized the position he put himself in wasn't the brightest. And I, for all you NBA players out there with more than a year and a half of contract left, doing what Paul George and what other NBA athletes done before is no longer going to work. A year and a half out is a, a while, but I mean, dude, there's a lot of players, especially the good players, man. Kawhi Leonard did, requested a trade. How long did they keep him on the bench, though? He was, quote-unquote, faking an injury, they said. But he was injured when he was on the bench. He didn't want to play. Come back, but they, they shut him down. They paid yeah. him. No, but then he requested his trade. Now he's out off that team. Uh, bottom it took line a while is, for it to go player, players are taking back their power. They own the NBA. The, the owners don't run the NBA. They happen to own it. I disagree. But they don't run it. The I players disagree. run the NBA. You don't think the players run the NBA? I, no, the players do not run the NBA. Okay. Who who runs the NBA then? The owners. Okay, the and owners the commissioner. are So the owners so the National Basketball Association needs the owners to exist. People are gonna watch LeBron play basketball wherever he's playing basketball. Right? No, because that said that if you put LeBron James in the EuroLeague, the EuroLeague's gonna become the number one league in the world. If you take all the NBA players and put them in the EuroLeague, yes. I doubt that. Because there's NBA... There's, if the players start going to the EuroLeague instead of the NBA, the EuroLeague is going to become like the on, NBA. Come on, man. No one grows up and says that I want to go play in the EuroLeague. Okay, that's not what we were saying. The, the question was, if the NBA players go to the EuroLeague, will the EuroLeague if become the, the if NBA? If LeBron James, Anthony Davis, and Kyrie Irving all go overseas to Europe or China, that basketball league will not blow up. It will not. I said if all the NBA players... I said okay, the players run it. The players can be replaced... No, Demar. What I'm saying, you're saying the players can be replaced. The players can be replaced by who? There was a Michael. Hang on, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kobe. Kobe's now retired. MJ is now retired. Demar. So who do players get replaced by? Other players in the NCAA. All right. So what I'm saying is the players make the NBA. The owners do not make the NBA. So the players, they can all sit out, and the NBA won't exist. No, the NBA will exist. If the there's NBA, no players, how's the NBA going to exist, Demar? The, With the owners, are the owners going to play? The re, the owners will. There will be people in this country oh my who will God. give a leg and a foot to play in the NBA. Yeah, so Demar, so if they fill the NBA with a whole bunch of Demar Sheffies and LeBron is playing in the EuroLeague, guess what people are going to be watching? There's a bunch of Demar no. Sheffies <laughs> in the league. And I'm, my, my argument is done. <laughs> no. I think I've, I've won this argument. <laughs> no, no one's going to watch you play basketball over LeBron. If LeBron James is over in the Europe League, we might not even get those stations over here in America. Demar, if all of the NBA players in the in the college, listen, listen, I'm gonna make this easier for you. If if the NBA players all go to the Euro League, okay, and if all the college players say we're not playing in the NBA anymore, we're playing in the Euro League, and then the NBA is forced to fill itself with Demar Sheffies, not only will the Euro League grow in popularity, but you're gonna start seeing the Euro League on TNT. The Euro League is gonna get contracts with. TNT, ESPN, ABC, because that's what people are going to be watching. People want to watch the players. They don't watch the owners. Most people don't even know the owners. The NBA. Do you know who owns the Pelicans? The NBA. No. No. Some rich white man. Okay. And that's a pretty okay accurate statement. Okay. At the end of the day, the and are you going to watch that guy play basketball? The owners no. make the league. The, the players the league. are part of the owners' world. Period. Mm. 
No, the owners are part of the players' world. No, 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 no. Hey, people who like the show for 12 votes, you know y'all been giving us some great feedback. That's the question of the day. Does the players make the league, or does the owners make the yeah. league? They don't know how, let us know how the owners would make the league, but um, yes, if you have, they gonna pay somebody. Some people go out there and people, play. Man, but nobody hey, watches people. Pay people. people watch people play basketball. All right, like I said before. Moving Le- on. Legitimately, the owners. Moving on. We'll get in a little bit of um, politics and kind of some conspiracy theory stuff. So a lot of people have been talking about that DNA testing. You know, that's been a huge ancestry.com all those different DNA testing sites and came up recently a company called Family Tree DNA okay now this is uh, has been in uh, many news publications and uh, I'm pulling this off the New York Times I said that uh, unbeknown to its users the Houston based firm quietly and voluntarily agreed in 2018 to open its database of more than a million records to the FBI and examine DNA samples in its laboratory to identify suspects and victims of unsolved rapes and murders. So, is it okay for DNA companies to do this? Heck you know it's not okay. However, I'm sure within that 20,000 pages of terms of services, I'm sure you will find that people are just willy-nilly giving away their their company's rights to be able to do it. Right, I mean there is some uh, privacy and ethical issues with this. Uh, many of the users feel betrayed. Uh, I would feel betrayed too. I mean, I haven't committed any of those things. I mean, I have nothing to hide. You know, hide my DNA from. But I definitely want to know if my DNA is being used. You know, for whatever. Okay. You said two things. You said something in there that caught my attention. You have nothing to hide. I don't care if you do have something to hide. It's still not right for the government to unlawfully obtain your DNA through other measures. But however, it could have been in terms of services. I think it's funny. Me personally, if I had a Reddit in the terms of services, I would have said okay. However, I'd rather not. I would have said no, but I really don't care about getting my DNA read and them telling me where I'm from. Yes, you do. No, I do not. That's why I don't do those things. Demar is an illegal immigrant. (laughs) Like 21 Savage. Demar Sheffy, hey, take him back. Hey, that was kind of funny, by the way. I don't know. That that wasn't funny, man. They arrested him for no reason, man. All these, you know. What? No reason. I mean, yeah, he's he's in the country illegally, but he tried to obtain his visa back he in 2017. He broke the crime. What'd you want? And then he, he got picked up on federal to... drug charges. That was a couple years ago. Okay. And they didn't deport him then, so why they deport him now? Okay, you sound like that House Republican from New like York Republican? City who wants to abolish ICE. Look, ICE That's a is... Democrat, probably, not a Republican. I did, I said Democrat. You said a House Republican. Oh, I'm sorry, excuse me. Democrat, you sound like OTs. ICE does a very good job in keeping this country safe. Wasting taxpayers' money by arresting 21 Savage for being an illegal immigrant. That's Who overstayed his visa. That's absolutely ridiculous. He can get a visa, though. He's trying to pay to get one. <laughs> he overstayed. I'm sorry. ICE has a job. You know what? I'm going to clap. Thank you to the men and women and families of people who work for ICE because you keep our country safe. I'm sorry if you overstay your visa. ICE job is to keep our borders safe and to catch people who overstay visas and just basically violate our immigration laws. Come on. We do have immigration laws for a reason. Speaking about ICE, ICE set up a fake college 
to net illegal immigrants who were trying to attend college, but just to get themselves a student visa to come here in a country and then overstay their visa. This has to stop. Congress needs to do its job and come up with some legitimate immigration laws that everybody could be happy with. However, we have some on the books right now. 21 Savage and anyone else who's thinking about overstaying their visa, they must go. Yeah, I think the real issue, and I think we talked about this on our last, uh, you know, a couple episodes ago, but the real issue is that it's too difficult for people to obtain citizenship, Sound, what it, is what it sounds like. And we need to fix this process and make it easier for people to be in this country, whether it be on a visa or, you know, to become a citizen. So, but we, you know, we really got to look at this and figure out some uh, better do, methods. Do I really want a More great, productive method. Do I really want a Great Britain citizen who was selling drugs here in the United States to really... He's not selling drugs. He got picked up on federal drug yeah, charges. Yeah, he was like a kid. Oh, okay. He's still Great Britain citizen. He was That's because he's from the, he was from Dominica, small island. That's when he gets deported, right? When he gets deported, he's going back to the UK. I don't know if he goes back to the UK. He might go back to Dominica. Well, they're still under UK laws, right? Okay. Anyway, this Mark Jeffy hates rap and hates young people. I don't hate rap. <laughs> Travis Scott just he's being productive. He's being a productive member of society. He, he was started found, so many. He got away. convicted of drug charges. Just because somebody gets convicted of drug charges ten years ago doesn't, doesn't make and him a bad person. And then he overstayed his visa. That's two laws he broke. Like, come on! Are you saying selling well, drugs? Tomorrow, to this that was country? a long time ago. It does not matter. People can grow. <laughs> Yes, people can people grow. Can grow. I get you. People can grow. Yes. But he, and within his short period of small life on this planet, he's already violated two laws here in the country. So you don't know people who committed broken laws before? <laughs> no. Fool you me. You don't know anyone. So Demar Sheffield doesn't know anyone who's ever broken a law, and he thinks that someone who commits two crimes should be kicked out of the country. So if they this hear, argument is going to move forward because Demar Sheffy is not speaking from a reasonable point of view. This I am. Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice. Demar Sheffy, so, so people who break laws should leave the country. I'm sorry, I sound like President Bush. Tell me, Demar, people who, leave, who, who break laws should leave the country. No, that's not what I'm saying. Okay, what are you saying? People who, are, who violate our immigration laws, who come to America, and then violate our other laws, should be deported. Yes, he should be deported. He violated not one but two. Fool me once, shame on That's you. You're, Fool you're, me twice, you're shame on me. You're deporting productive members of society. Productive. Yes, he's been productive. He's started so many different nonprofits. He's donated to so many kids. Give him an he's award. So many he's supposed to get an award in like two days anyway. Give him his award and send him back overseas. I'm sorry. That's how I feel. I think you're being hypocritical. I don't point. think I am. But we can we can move forward since Demar Sheffy doesn't know people he who broke two laws. Sheffy, yes, somebody who breaks two laws should be kicked out. He Demar Sheffy knows no people who committed crimes, so I'm not going to speak on this anymore. He broke a law, like really. Yeah, people who break laws should be kicked out of the country. He's not from this country originally. He's not a dreamer. He wasn't bucked over here at a super young. He was bucked over here when he was. Yes, he was. How old was he when he, he got bucked over here? He was under thirteen. Okay. So what was he supposed to do? He's 10 years so, old. He's supposed to just go back to so where he's from? he has some recollection of growing up in a foreign land, correct? I don't know. Oh. He was a kid. What does that, what does that have to do with anything? He had no choice. He didn't, he didn't get on a boat and come over here. Your argument makes President Donald Trump seem like a genius. 
No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. Demar, I mean, Donald Trump wants to kick people out of the country. Demar, Demar, and Donald Trump have similar views. You think that all immigrants are committing crimes, and you think that people who commit crimes should be kicked out of the country. No, like I'm sorry, but I'm not going to demonize our law enforcement agencies. Because they're doing what they got hired to do, I'm which is keeping the United for... States of America safe. Okay, yes, well, you I'm are. not demonizing them for doing their job. I'm, I'm you demonizing said it's the stupid. people. Listen, I'm demonizing the people who came up with that, who told them to do that. That's wrong. That's always call your local congressman. I support ICE. I will always support ICE, and ICE did the right thing by arresting him. Period. <laughs> How do you say goodbye in Great Britain? So like I said, this uh, <laughs> this argument means nothing. I'm not taking people who are listening. Don't take Demar too seriously. No, I make perfect the, sense. Right, he's not the sharpest knife in the world. I'm door. sorry. Oh, hey, I make perfect sense. Hey, hey, hey how do they, how do they say perfect sense in, in Great Britain? I don't know, but like I said before, what type of language they speak over there? Man? <laughs> so uh, back to the the DNA testing thing. Yeah, that uh, man, that's wild. But I never put it past any of those DNA companies to do anything like that. So if you are you know, if you are a serial killer that hasn't been caught yet, and you thought that you wanted to test your family's DNA, you, <laughs> right you they're going to come get you soon, man. Right. They're coming for you. I'm sorry. I find it funny that people get their DNA taken, and then they want to cry and complain they got to the FBI. Like, really? Come on. It, it happens. Well, they weren't expecting that to happen, but... Hey, man, they should read the term of services. I'm sorry. Next up, we have Governor Ralph Northam, Democrat, graduated med school, 84. They found some racist pictures in his yearbook. Racist? Racist? <laughs> I, in, in his section of the yearbook, there's a man in blackface, in full blackface, standing next to a man in a Klansman's outfit. Well, Now, folks remember, this is the governor of Virginia. Virginia was head of the Confederacy. I think that's where the Confederate capital was in Virginia. So, steeped in racism. And I'm not surprised. And this is, this is why I talk folks all the time. Democrats, Republicans. You know, there's racist people on both sides. I had a, the privilege to be on uh, the Outrighteous podcast the other week, and we're talking about that. Because people are going to be racist on both sides. There's always going to be racist in America. There's racist Democrats. There's racist Republicans. You're asked, okay, are all Republicans racist? I don't know. I'm sure there's a lot of racists who vote Republican. There's a lot of racists who are going to vote for Trump in 2020. But, hey, there's racists on the other side, on both sides. And I think that's something we're always going to have to deal with in America. But the question is, should he step down? Of course. I agree. I think you should definitely step down. Let Justin Fairfax become the next governor. And let's get this show on the road, man. Northam. And, and my, my thing is Northam lied and, and has tried to cover cover his tracks a couple times and say, oh, that, that wasn't me in that picture. But I have worn a little bit of blackface before, and I remember it being hard to take off. Virginia elected a leader, someone who can act reasonable in the face of tremendous pressure. And by this medical, whatever you want to call it, just egregious racism, like somebody in black paint face and a fully fledged worn KKK outfit, it's terrible. Yes, it did happen back in 84. We wasn't even alive yet, Eric. Are you sure you weren't alive? Before? I'm sure. I was born in 87. Okay. He just missed me. Okay. However, he should just step down, let the transition of power move to Lieutenant Governor Fairfax, and let him take over. With, you know, uh, Northam coming out and saying that that wasn't him in the picture. 
Like, man, these pictures have been out since 84, and no one said anything about them until now. So let's think about that. Somebody's trying to take up the top two part. Well, not even that somebody's trying to take him down, but it's like, this guy has, has known that he has done racist things. People, Other people know he's done racist things. And nobody cared to say anything about it because, you know, how do they feel about black people there? Can a racist stop being a racist? That's an interesting question. I'm, yeah, I think so. I think someone can, you know, you can choose what you want to do. If you don't feel that way anymore, don't feel that way. But the thing is, Northam didn't say that. He just denied it. He didn't take ownership of well, his actions. he did take ownership of it. Then he retracted that statement and said that he wasn't either one of those two. So he does, he's just all off. And, it, and that's, that's why, and that's one of the reasons why I say he should resign. If he had a picture in blackface years ago in 84, but, you know, didn't say anything about it now... I mean, my bad, and, and then said that, hey, I don't feel that way anymore. I'm okay with that. Look at the, I mean, the school he went to. I mean, there are race, race, blatant racism everywhere because the fact that they even had that in the yearbook shows how everybody that graduated that year felt about black people. It shows how the school felt about black people. It shows how that community felt about black people. You know, to not not only the black face, but that the clans. Yeah, he had a he clan was outfit. Hooded. He was yeah, he really was hooded. hooded and robed. The Supreme Court has stated that a Klansman wearing his hood fully is completely hate speech. Virginia doesn't care about that, though, man. And Ralph Northam didn't care about that in 84. You know? Well, it is 2019. And that shows, I mean... Go they, back and, to my original question. Can the racist stop being a racist? But he didn't But he didn't say... Like, he didn't take ownership. He didn't say, I don't feel that way anymore. He just said, hey, that wasn't me. But I have worn blackface before, and it was hard to get off. You know, that. that's why I think he should resign, because, dude, I, I, don't, I don't like that, man. You're not serving your people that well. And, I mean, here's another thing to think about. You know, he was graduating from medical school, and he's racist. So how is he working with black, you know, his black patients? What do you say to those who will push back on saying that just because you wear a racist, a Ku Klux Klan outfit, or you put blackface on, you're not racist? I mean, regardless if they say it's not racist or not, it's showing that you don't value black people. Because you know that black people don't like that. I'm sorry. To answer my own question... If you're wearing a Ku Klux Klan outfit, you're just completely racist and there's just no the going back. Because that is a symbol of hate. Along with the Confederate flag, yes I said it, Confederate flag is a symbol of hate. Sorry Southern people. The, the Trump hat is a symbol of hate too, I think it's a different type of hate. Once you don that Ku Klux Klan outfit, there is really no going back. Well, what I'm saying is the guy was a doctor, I mean these are medical students that were racist. So how are they treating their black patients? Well, probably now, not that well. well there's that probably many, and this is the 80s. Guys, the, you know, civil rights movement was in the 60s. This is in the 80s. 20 years after, 30 years. And they're years, wearing clans 34, 35 years ago. But think about this. Now we see why there's so much disparity. Not saying all doctors, but there's a big disparity when it comes down to black health care. Black health, yeah. And doctors treating black people. All this the way is around. really a serious Like that problem. whole medical school is racist. The problem, I, look, Northam should resign, but let's look at all those people who graduated from that, from that school that should year. Should that school be shut down? That school, not, I mean, look, what we need to check it? in. It was in Virginia, but I mean, we need to check those people's licenses. Should that school be shut down? For a while, I don't, I don't, should the school give up? Back a in '84, I don't know because they might have, you know, they might have had a whole different staff back then. But right. my thing is, we gotta look at these, you know, doctors and look at. Should the school right now apologize for those pictures? Yeah, the, the school should definitely apologize. Okay, so we should hope that not only the school, the medical school, accountable. We need to look for all the people into this. in this in this class because if that wasn't him in the pictures, it was somebody in the pictures. But 
he should resign because that was on his year. Regardless of if, if it wasn't him in the pictures, you were graduating, and that was your yearbook picture that you showed everybody. Everybody saw that, and it was under your name, and you didn't say anything about it until now. That's why you should resign. Even if it wasn't in the picture, you're stupid for letting them put that next to your name. Now you have to take ownership for that. You have to resign. But these other folks, whoever was in that picture, whoever graduated with them, we got to check those folks. See, there's a lot of stories about black women who aren't being treated properly when they're pregnant and you know, doctors aren't listening to black women, especially when they tell them that they feel pain. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is a huge thing, and we probably have a ton of racist doctors out there that we're not even looking at. So the medical field is now under attack. It should be, but everybody's talking about this Northam dude, man. Forget him. Yeah, he should resign. It's a, small, look at all pit, it's a small fish in a bigger um, pond of Yeah, stars. we really got to investigate this, man. That's... Yeah, I think the school should issue an apology. I think the school should go back and recall and apologize for its racist history and allow this to thrive right on campus. And, and it's still thriving. Don't doctors University. take a oath to uphold life? Yeah, they sh- yeah they do. I'm just gonna go ahead and say it. Black lives matter, and that school needs to recognize that. Twenty one savages' lives ma- life matters. Um. See, Demar thinks some black lives matter and some don't. No, that's not true. Yes, it is. Black lives matter. Twenty one savage. See you later, homie. Wow. So. That concert in the UK is going to be great next year. Shut up. Just saying. All right. In other political news, we have a new presidential candidate. Who I think is going to be great. (laughs) (laughs) Former former All-American football player in college. Oh, yes. Yale Yale Law graduate. Dress it all up. Just dress them all up. Uh, city councilman in Newark became mayor of the city and then went from mayor to senate. Well, did he go to Congress first? Senate is in the Congress. Well, I mean, was he a congressman first? Oh, I have no idea. I don't know who follows Cory Booker. Like, really? Like, come on, man. Millions of people follow him, dude. Kobe Book- social media Cory Booker announced on February 1st. It is now February 4th. And I have absolutely heard nothing Everybody about loves him. him. I've heard a ton of stuff about him. What do you mean? What kind of stuff do you... It's okay. You asked me what what language they speak in in the UK, so. And I, I'm still here. I'm not checking for what you. For I'm what still you here talk, right now, about. laughing that Cory Booker. Demar Sheffy is. If anyone's ever seen the documentary when Cory Booker ran for mayor and lost, see, he was no. running. He was running against a guy named Sharp James. Demar Sheffy is very similar to Sharp James. Never seen the documentary. Probably won't see the documentary. Cory Booker. Really good. You should watch. I it. don't think Cory Booker is going to make it out of Iowa or get past New Hampshire. Silly. I think Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris is going to put him out really quickly. He's going up against a a, a beast. Uh, but Cory Booker's a beast. Look, you got to remember when he got won his first seat on Municipal Council of Newark, he won that in 98. It was an upset victory, and he worked his tail off. He had a 10-day hunger strike. Cory you know, Booker run, is not running. even vice president material. Why not? Cory Booker is just doing this so he can sell books. After he lose after the first three primaries next year. Like, please. Like, what has he really done? Dude, he doesn't come off presidential. He does not come off like a commander in chief. Alright, so when he was when he was mayor, he doubled uh, the amount of affordable housing in Newark. Then he also reduced the city budget deficit from $180 million to $73 million. Okay. And I bet you the people in his home city appreciate it. His hard work and his service to them as their mayor. But we're talking about being president while, while, while of the he was United senator, States. While he was senator, his voter, voting record was measured as the third most liberal voting record. Okay. He's a social liberal. He supports women's rights, affirmative action, single-payer health care. He's co-sponsored a lot of bills. 
I mean, dude, God knows what he's doing. He's very sharp. So, since you want to put out facts, let me put out my facts as well. Corey Booker. Could not come into Ohio, Pennsylvania. Why not? Or Michigan, Why not? Wisconsin, and Why win not? those states. Pennsylvania's a blue state. Ohio, hey, I think he could win Ohio over a lot of the candidates that What did Pennsylvania vote for last um, four years ago? Well, last presidential election. Exactly. So... so Cory Booker will get killed by President Trump. No. Yes. No. Yes. You see what President Trump fight, did fire to... With fire. Look, President Trump... Cory Booker's the only candidate that President Trump is talking about. No, he's not. Yeah, yeah. President is. Trump... Fun fact, ladies and gentlemen. President, President Trump, Trump just gave Ka- Kamala Harris a compliment. He said that I respect her rollout. I respect who she is. And the Democrats got something special in that young lady right there. He killed Elizabeth Warren. Look, see, that's and that's that's what I'm saying. Trump wants to run against Kamala Harris because the Kamala Harris is just like a look in in a lot of Americans' minds. Kamala Harris is going to be an African American Hillary Clinton, and she's not, huh? And she's not. But that's how a lot of people are going to look at it. Most voters don't listen to podcasts. Most voters don't read about the candidates. Kamala Harris is not fake. She doesn't have to pretend she's something that she's not. And if you compare Miss Harris to former first lady, ex-senator, former secretary of state Hillary Clinton to Kamala Harris, they don't line up. Taking Harris 100% of the time. Harris just had that presidential election. Kamala Harris almost broke the campaign record for donations within 24 hours. Okay. She was a few hundreds of millions, a few hundreds of thousands of dollars off. She comes off as a commander in chief. When she announced on January 27th, the next day, she had a CNN special. Did Booker have a CNN special? He doesn't need one. Oh, oh, he does need one. And, and, And listen, no, he doesn't. He don't need what? He doesn't need that. He's good, man. He's if I was to run for president of the United States, I could be Cory Booker. See, that's what I'm saying. You, you're. I'm not taking your opinion. You don't have serious to. because it's you said crazy stuff. Okay, so we have this. We couldn't re- even run. We couldn't even win a city council race. Hey, no, so we have this on record, right? So by this podcast, episode five, Cory Booker will not be running for president after South Carolina. I guarantee you that. Talking about raising money. Hillary raised a ton of money. Hillary had more money than Donald Trump. Did she win? She couldn't win Ohio. That's why I said Booker King. And did she did she win Pennsylvania? Did she win Michigan? Did she win Florida? Did she, she lost all those states. Okay, exactly. But Kamala Harris can win those states. Why? She's, I think she can well, hey, I think you know what I'm saying? I, I think Kamala Harris could too. But I like Thank you. That's, that's but it. I think Thank I you. think Cory Booker can as well. No, I don't think so. Hey, I don't think Cory Booker gonna make it past Iowa. But I just gave myself a three state cushion right there. All right, so this week in our surprisingly good segment, I'm going to give a huge shout out to Stacey Abrams, former Georgia House member, minority leader. She's giving the rebuttal to Donald Trump's State of the Union address tomorrow. I'm a huge fan of the rebuttals. I think that Stacey Abrams, especially with what went on with her campaign in Georgia, she had a shot to become first African-American female governor. Oh, you mean when she got cheated? Yeah, so a lot of people think she got cheated. No, she got cheated. It's and a fact. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting to uh, see what she says. You know, she, her, she has a great track record. She's a brilliant person. I really like her. So I'm happy that she's giving that rebuttal. <laughs> and one of the other reasons why I'm happy that she's doing it because she, the her, her outreach, the way she's reaching out to a lot of folks, the way that there's a lot of organizations uh, reaching out and um, getting a lot of eyes on this rebuttal, on her rebuttal. I'm very happy about that. I think that she's one of the only people who could do something like this. 
Whereas like the rebuttal tomorrow, people are really paying attention to it. People are really trying to watch it. I'm looking forward to hearing what she has to say. Abrams, if she knocks this rebuttal out the park tomorrow, like I'm expecting her to do, watch out. She's going to be on a very short, short list of vice president candidates coming up in 2020. Yeah, definitely. I agree with that. I mean, she really carried the state, man. She's, she's very well recognized in Georgia. I mean, that's a red state, but she, she did her thing down there. So, hey, that's... It's going to be fun. I like that. Anyone who's listening, you know, reach out to uh, different organizations. See, you know, get together with folks. Join your uh, ward club or your, your precinct committee. And, you know, get your neighbors together and you know, watch Stacey Abrams or, or listen to, you know, whatever candidates that you like or, you know, politicians that you like. And talk about it amongst your neighbors because what they're saying, so especially the local candidates, you know, that stuff directly affects you very quickly. So you know, get in touch with those guys and, and get active in your community. Man. Elections have consequences. Elections do have consequences. Thank you, Damar, for sharing that knowledge with us. Last words, Damar. Just an overall great person. She is not the only one doing the rebuttal, but she is the main focus of doing the rebuttal. The last few people who have done the rebuttal have done a terrible job. I just want to see how she handles the moment and how she projects herself to the country tomorrow. I don't know if we mentioned this, but uh, the Patriot Stadium has affordable food. That's ah. huge. I yeah, I, I I was hearing people talk about that. Man, they said their their beers are five dollars, hot dogs are two dollars. I think in the Brown Stadium, the beers are ten dollars. I would never go to a Cleveland Brown Stadium. <laughs> yeah, Patriots are char- or, yeah, Browns are charging double what. Hey, capitalism for you. It's a great idea. Been getting into a lot of conversations with those individuals that state that if we raise the minimum wage to about $15, a Big Mac also has to increase. And I'm trying to tell people that if payroll increase, the items that you're selling can stay at a reasonable price. More people will be able to afford these items that you're supplying. So at the end of the day, you're not going to be hurt. And Arthur, who is the owners of a, um, the Fal- Falcons, he is clearly demonstrating that in, a, in the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. He's oh, that's, seen, the, that's the Falcon Stadium that has the cheap food. Correct, yes. Yeah. Okay. It's called the Mercedes-Benz, Mercedes-Benz Stadium. Mercedes-Benz Stadium, yeah. Right. And come on. You pay yeah, your ticket. Awesome. You go get you some hot dogs. Get you some beer and nachos. And you can watch a pretty good football team. In a really nice stadium. And I wish more teams would adopt this principle. And I wish a lot more billionaires would understand how this thing works. Instead of trying to raise prices, keep prices the same, and raise your employees' pay, and see what happens. So, I think we're turning the corner. Slowly but surely, we're getting there. Damar, you were saying that this election is very significant. Well, look at the minority candidates running. So far, we have two black candidates running for office or two colored candidates, however you want to describe it. Um, that's huge, especially from the same party. Um, we're going over the facts now. We don't believe that this has ever happened again, but it's something to keep in mind. Um, Cory Booker announced on February 1st, no matter how lightweight I think his campaign is oh going gosh. to be, it's still a huge moment for him to make that step. Black people have been making and gaining grounds in this country. However, we need to bring even more attention to the problems in the black community. And we need to continue to keep up the pressure on our local, county, state, and federal government to make sure that black people are treated 
like their white counterparts in this country because the Jim Crow laws, uh, the high risk, the high rate of incarceration, the low representations from a lawyer, all of these different things, the high lead in homes in black communities, the public school, the school, the pipeline jail. These are issues that we're still dealing with. We still need to move the killing of black men and women and kids by the hands of law enforcement. It's, Those are things that you want the presidential candidates to address. It, presidential powers is tricky when it comes to just local law enforcement. I think if you want to hold the police accountable, I believe the president, he or she, can have the Department of Justice do a police, uh, the police decree, which tries to focus the police department and get them better. Right. But racism and black bias is huge. But we need to tackle racism. There is a black bias within this nation that continues to hurt black people. I agree with that. And I think it helps if the presidential candidates or the president is vocal about those issues. Right. Some people that now and would like to see that in the future. Some people fault Obama for not doing enough for black people and not being able to get enough pass for black people. But he did a lot. All right. So are you sure about that? I'm going to, we'll, we'll table that conversation, but yes, I, I do. Okay. Uh, I'm going to leave everyone with this quote uh, by a great actor named Denzel Washington. He said, don't aspire to make a living, aspire to make a difference. And folks, that's episode five of the 12 Votes Podcast. We'll catch you later. See ya.